a third straight overtime win for the Minnesota Wild with a very tough schedule on the way. Playoff hockey is here. We recap a great weekend for the Wild and look ahead today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we recap a thrilling weekend for the Wild with overtime wins against Columbus, overtime win against Colorado, an overtime win against Vancouver. All on the docket as we look ahead as well to uh, a finish to the homestand and a gauntlet road trip coming up as well. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wilds, your captain. There we go. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter to uh, join us in this journey through the 2021-2022 season. And also joined by my Monday co-host, Alex Micheletti, a victory Micheletti Monday. should mention as well, today's episode of Lockdown Wild is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We bring in our Monday guest, Alex McLeddy. And Alex, playoff hockey is here. Overtime wins left, right, and everywhere. Um, Wilder buzzing again. It uh, seems like they got that mojo back and uh, are just firing on all cylinders again. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, you know, I, I mentioned, uh, you know, on, on Twitter, I said the uh, Mark Andre Fleury trade might be the best thing to ever happen to, you know, to Cam Talbot. And, you know, he's, he's won eight in a row. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's impressive, uh, you know, and to, to take down the, you know, a team like Colorado. I mean, w- without him, uh, you know, the game would have been, you know, <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, just a you know, just a blowout by Colorado, and he kept he kept the Wild in it early, and uh, you know they had some late magic, you know, once again, just just incredible. And that's like first and foremost, the Colorado Avalanche are the best team in the NHL for a reason. Yeah, and you have to kind of weather some of that if you're going to contend with them and win games. You have to weather some stretches of them just owning play because that's just what they do. They've done that to everybody this season. Mm -hmm. And it just seems like the acquisitions that the wild made at the deadline set them up to be able to do that because it was a very physical game. It brings uh, a stretch of very physical hockey, but you look at these three games, Vancouver, Columbus and Colorado very playoff style wins for the Wild, uh, and no coincidence that they won all three because they they're looking like they are a fully irritating playoff team that is capable of making some big noise once we get the playoffs started. Yeah, they match the physicality. Um, you know, you, you nailed it. Uh, you know, it's playoff hockey's rough and tough, and 
not a ton of space out there. And, uh, you know, they capitalized, uh, you know, at the right, right times, um, you know, um, you know, you know, for example, today with Colorado, um, you know, <laughs> like you said, they, they had dominating stretches, but, uh, you know, a guy like Darcy Kemper, he was on the night, but, um, you know, he's, he's capable of letting goals in and, uh, you know, they, 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 <laughs> they picked the right spots and, uh, yeah. And, um, what more can you say about Kirill too? I mean, he just, uh, you know, it's, it's some of those, some of these games, you know, recently, it just, he, it seems like he has the will to just, you know, try to bring the entire team though, to win the game. And, uh, um, you know, Matt Zuccarello was an absolute beast, um, too, um, you know, setting up both, uh, both of the goals right at the end there. Um, the passes were just, just incredible. I mean, his vision is some of the best in the league. Um, and, uh, um, you know, the, the play to Fiala just, you know, just seeing Fiala's reaction was just, was just great. And, uh, um, you know, what's different about this, this wild team in, in previous, uh, like eras or regimes, the, the, the team chemistry just seems all together. Um, there doesn't seem to be like a whole lot of egos and, uh, you know, Billy G just continues to make the, the right accusation, you know, um, you know, acquiring the right, uh, right guys. And, um, you know, it might not be the high end, you know, like superstars, uh, you know, it's not a Claude Giroux, but, you know, he acquired guys that really, you know, filled needs. Um, you know, Middleton is, is the type of guy that you want and uh, for playoff hockey. Um, same with Delorier. You know, if he gets in the lineup, you know, if, you know, if not, you know, um, he's there, <laughs> there in case you need him for for a physical game. And then Flurry, um, you know, he's he's won you know Stanley Cups. He'll be in the in the Hall of Fame, and uh, he's there if they if they want to use him. You know, come playoff time too. And uh, um, I think. They have two goalies now that they can fully trust because um, I don't know if they really 100% had faith in in Capo if he had to play in the playoffs. And so, um, yeah, they filled all the needs they needed. And, uh, you know, Tyson Jost looked really good tonight too against his former team. And, um, yeah, it's just an exciting time for the Wild. And, you know, hopefully they can continue uh, with these next couple of home games, get, get two wins. I have no idea what the goalie splits are going to look like the rest of the way, but the wild do for sure have five back-to-backs the rest of the season. So Mark Andre Fleury is for sure getting five starts. Yeah, no doubt. I would imagine it'd be more than that, but you know, I had a chance to, uh, to go to the game and and see it in person. And um, for one, it still to me is super intimidating to watch a hockey game, like without, the camera following the action like you're just you're like where do I look like what do I do but some things that I pulled away like Jordan Greenway is there is a difference with Jordan Greenway that a lot of people have uh have pointed to and you know he he led led the wilds onto the ice like into the Colorado zone multiple times and was getting shots on net. And so Bill Guerin, I think is right in, and was right to uh, sign Greenway to an extension because it, it seems like he has taken a huge step forward this season. And that continued. He had a, I thought he had a great game uh, despite the couple of penalties that he took. I thought he had a great game against the avalanche. Yeah. He was wound up. <laughs> you could, you could see how intense his, his, um, his eyes were. It was, one of the funniest moments of the game, um, 
they showed on the broadcast uh, when Dumba got in the fight with McKinnon, um, he was just, he had the biggest grin on his face. It was, it was, it was awesome. They, they also showed in, in the broadcast after the fight, uh, Middleton and, uh, Spurgeon, uh, Spurgeon went in, went in the box and, uh, you know, gave him a pound. It was, it was quite the moment. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Greenwood was really physical in, in the Columbus game too. <laughs> um, yeah, it's when he plays, uh, you know, with some juice, with some intensity, uh, you know, he's a completely different player um and it's it's nice to see him see him finally use his size um you know because <laughs> not not many players in the league have a frame like his and so uh when he decides to be fully engaged um he's he's quite the hockey player especially on the line with that and uh in Felino, the grief line so yeah um, they they uh they can wear wear down teams for sure and they uh it, it definitely seemed like they um they both wore down and I think they, I think they frustrated the avalanche with um, just not being able to do a lot of the things that they normally do um, out on the ice. And so, you know, if, if that's, that's the style that the wild are going to need to play to, uh, to come away with wins. And uh, so we're, we're fully here for it. There are some things that continue to frustrate. I got a couple of things that I wanted to uh, want to dive in on, such as um, face-offs. Yeah, that was, that was going to be my answer. Yeah. The power play. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll talk about a couple of other things too. Just just some things that that we continue to see pop up. Um, that that need to be need to be fixed. So we'll uh, we'll continue to uh, kind of dive in. And recap the weekend with Alex McLeddy next here on Locked on Wilds. The month of March is almost over and spring is in full swing. So if you are trying to look a little better, eat a little healthier, Built Bar is here to help. If you're looking for a uh, new twist on your favorite Built Bar flavors, try their Puffs. If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. As with most Built Bars, Puffs as well contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your favorite candy bar, which is around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So if you want a healthy treat and want to get in on the Built Bar Madness, head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Seth Topol joined by Alex McLeddy. Alex, that power play is something. And here's, so here's the frustrating part is first power play against the Avs. Just a, just a disorganized mess. Can't get the puck into the zone cleanly. You got guys running into each other because nobody knows where they're supposed to be, which I think stems from the fact that we're still seeing like the the line pairings, both forwards and defensemen, just thrown out there because this team is trying to play five on five 
on power plays. And it leads to just, like, they didn't, for the first power play, I don't think they even sustained zone presence until, like, a minute 45 had passed. Yeah, that's extremely frustrating. That that has to be the number one thing that has to be cleared up for the playoffs because, um, you know, like we talked about, it, it is so tight come playoff time, and uh, you need to be able to, you know, capitalize on special teams um and you know especially with the gauntlet that the the wild will have to get through to you know to try to get to the cup um <laughs> you're gonna have to play calgary or, or colorado at some point and you know calgary scored nine goals last night so i mean it just um you know it, it just it's a buzzsaw trying to get through this uh through this west um so yeah, they they're definitely gonna have to clean it up, figure out how to you know just at least get the puck into the zone. Um, yeah, uh, that's that seems to be tough to just try to get it in the offensive zone. Um, and so that's definitely something they'll they're gonna have to get cleared up. Because then, like, you go to the next, you go to the next one where Kaprizov scored. Yeah, you're doing actual power play things. Like right. they got the puck two behind the net where they're great at, and they passed right. it to one side, and Kirill um, got the feed and mm-hmm. was able to uh, to capitalize from that. Just I don't know how people can score goals from that spot. Yeah, it's, bas- it's basically parallel to the crease and just, just scores. But then, so you got that, and then you have in overtime where they go Fiala, Kaprizov, Eriksson Ek, and mm-hmm. Hartman. And that surprised even Dean Evison. And listening to the post-game comments, he was like, when I uh, saw that there was no defenseman out there, I was like, oh, well, you need to. There are too many good players on this team to not be able to score on the power play. And so I think one of the things is that this team needs to just, they need to stop having like a power play one and a power play two. Just have a good number one that you throw out there every time. And Jewel Eriksson-Eck needs to be on it. Kirill Kaprizov needs to be on it. Kevin Fiala needs to be on it. And beyond that, you put a defenseman out there, you put Matt Zuccarello out there, and you just you just go at teams. Yeah, 100%. Um, also, can we thank uh, Eric Johnson for making a, just another bonehead <sighs> mistake? Um, it just seems like he, he's going to cost that Colorado team, um, which is very he, likely and it's, and, and we can't forget he was the number one overall pick too. Um, Yikes. <laughs> so I, yeah, I just, yeah, it was a you know, boneheaded mistake. Thank God. Um, you know, because in overtime four on three, just, you got so much more space. And mm-hmm. so it was nice, uh, nice that that carries over and yeah, what a, what a play by Zook. Uh, Zuccarello to, to Fiala and you know just hammered it home pass Kemp, Kemper got over and he almost got it but uh, you know the shot was just just perfect um, um I I also I don't like to harp on this because it's such a variable thing but against a team like the Avs it feels like those are the specific cases where you need to dominate in the face-off circle and the wild held their own it was pretty even you know 50 50 or maybe slightly above or below that. But you look at how the Avalanche scored, and it was two set plays off of face-off wins that led to the goals. And that's that's the point where you kind of, 
you know, you, you caps lock on the t- on the keyboard when you're tweeting and you're like, just win a face off and get it out of the zone. Like, well, Kadri's goal. I mean, McKinnon was in the box, you know, and yeah. they still, that was, that was an incredible play by Kadri. He's, he's having a heck of a season. I don't think he'll be, uh, the abs will be able to resign him. So hopefully he goes out East because, uh, Kadri's, uh, he's putting his name up there for the for the MVP. Um, yeah, you know, which is you know just crazy. You would never think that, but uh, I mean, the guy's you know over eighty points now, so it's just you know phenomenal season for him. You know, stick taps uh, for him to you know kind of clean up his image this season. You know, because he's <laughs> been suspended a bunch in the past, and so um, he he's definitely going to cash in in July for sure. But uh, yeah, it was just uh, you know frustrating. You know, they had Tyson Jost trying to take draws against Kadri, and it was, it was it wasn't going good. You know, it goes, wasn't going well. I don't know. Uh, that's that's definitely you know something. You know, you can't have those types of goals right off faceoffs. You know, come playoff time for sure. Just it, it, it's just demoralizing. Uh, yeah. you know? Um, I, I know the Avalanche scored a power play goal. But I think I th- I'm confident enough to say that the penalty kill has taken major strides forward. Yeah, oh yeah. And it just stems to being aggressive. Yeah. Like not sitting back and waiting for the other team to do their thing. Like go meet them at the point of attack. And you know, props to whichever coach um, on the staff. Uh, I don't know exactly who it would be, but props to whoever pointed to that and said, "We just need to do this because." You know, yes, teams are still scoring power play goals, but the Avalanche are one of the best power play units in the league. And so even I mean, having yeah. that one goal, like they I still thought the penalty kill looked really good. I mean, Nathan McKinnon did nothing tonight. I didn't he didn't hear his name much other than the fight. Um, you know, they uh, they did a, a phenomenal job on him. Um and uh you know, Kale McCarr, it seemed like he never left the ice and he didn't, you know, he was very quiet. Um, so, I mean, they, they did a really good job of, you know, you know, trying to, to slow the power, you know, of, of that team down. Um, you know, Miko Rantanen had a, had a nice goal, but I mean, they, they, they kept it, uh, you know, when, when things are looking just grim in the second period, again, I don't know what's with this team in the second periods, but they seem to just uh, all hell breaks loose in the Ooh. second period. And then in the third period, they, they come alive. Um, so, you know, if they can get their second periods figured out too, that, you know, then they wouldn't have to, to uh, worry about, you know, trying to make these comebacks at the end, you know, um, Kale McCarr, by the way, 28 minutes, 54 <laughs> seconds. And, uh, Devon Taves had uh, 28 minutes and five seconds. He was good tonight. Yeah, he so, was physical. He was really getting into it with uh, with a bunch of wild guys. Definitely did not come off the ice. Um, <laughs> old friends, Nico Sturm had uh, 13 minutes 41 seconds of ice time. Yeah, he was getting in some scrums, and I I, I thought I was looking at the wild guys. I was like, I don't think they're gonna try to fight Nico Sturm. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him right with Marcus Felino one time. I was like, oh boy, but. Uh, Oh yeah, but it was yeah. It's just so weird to still you know see him in a different jersey. Weird to see Tyson Jost in, in a Wild uh, uniform, but it seems like uh, you know he's really been embraced well with, with the Wild, and that's you know I bring up team chemistry again. You know the new guys are you know just fitting in right away. You saw Middleton uh, uh, give Dumba the pound uh, after the fight, and so uh, the most shocking thing is Delorier has not gotten in a fight yet. With, I with know. Uh, you know, and hopefully it happens at home because then the X will, 
will just lose their mind. So will spoke. So um, I'm <laughs> just looking, looking forward to that day for sure. Yeah. He's just, Delory is just a maniac. Like I, <laughs> I was fixated on watching him on the ice and he just, he's super physical and he I thought, adds I thought an element. Have, yeah. I thought tonight it might've, it could have happened just because he was on a podcast with Mike Russo um, that Mike does. And uh, that was, that was a hell of a, hell of an interview. And he, he talked about, uh, you know, who we thought some of the toughest guys in the league were. And he, you know, he brought up Reeves and, you know, Leech, Lucic, the, the usual suspects, but then he, he talked about uh, Curtis McDermott. He was, uh, you know, defenseman for the abs. And I really thought, I thought he would, he would try to ask him to fight tonight, but uh, you know, you know, maybe, maybe they, maybe they told him to reel it in a little bit, um, you know, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I think it, we're bound at, at some point, I'm sure, I'm sure the wild will play some awful teams coming up here where well, somebody will just try to be a knucklehead and, and challenge him to a fight and, and, you know, and good luck. Um, Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. Philly, Philly, Philly definitely could be that opponent. So if it doesn't, guys, so. if it doesn't happen Tuesday, it's, it, it's going to like, <laughs> I'm just going to make a call here. There will be a fight on Thursday against Pittsburgh. Yeah, there are some, there's some, you know, some tough, tough guys on that squad too. So, you know, Brian Boyle. And so, yeah, we'll see. It'll be, yeah, I, we, we'll, let's hope for, for fun, just, just for entertainment purposes. Yeah, we just, we just want to see. And I mean, you know, Dumba's fight, like, yeah, holy cow. I mean, he got, he got Miko good and it was clean. Um, and, uh, Miko Ratnan and, um, yeah, I was shocked that McKinnon, uh, you know, said, "Hey, let's let's drop him." Um, but that's a that's a win win for the Wild. You know, took McKinnon mm-hmm. out for five minutes, um, and so hey, when he's off the ice, that you know, <laughs> that's that's a win for the for the Wild for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, final thing before we uh, before we take a peek into next week, uh, we saw Mark Andre Fleury's debut against Columbus. I thought he looked great. And uh, even though Talbot gave up two goals against the Avalanche, I thought that was far and away his best start of the season. And so it looks as though after that stretch in which you know, I harped on it, I think on a daily basis on the show, goaltending, 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 it looks like everything is back on track because I think the defense has gone back to where we normally would expect them to be mm-hmm. in front of the goalies. But Talbot, for sure, has picked up his performance and Flurry slotting in. That uh, that seems to be back on track. They just they both look confident. You know, it was uh, it was a really good move by Dean tonight. I think to sit Alex Goligoski, um against a team like Colorado. Um, I think that was a brilliant move. Um, you know, and the rotation has worked um, so far between. You know, sitting, you know, Kulikov, Merrill, you know, Goligoski, and this was the the right time to sit sit uh, Goligoski just because yep. Colorado's the fastest team in the league, and you know, Goligoski's, you know, it, it seems like he's a little worn out, and uh, um, I think the pace would, would would have been an issue for him tonight, and so uh, props props to Dean to doing that, and uh, but you know, the you know, you got a rock solid one, two, uh, for, for goalies or, um, you know, as some of the guys said on the team, a one, a and a one B or basically two ones. Um, and so, um, you know, it all starts from the back end and, uh, you know, <laughs> getting, getting that, getting the D pairings correct now is, has been great. And, 
Um, you know, you have, you know, Dumba and, and Brodine have so much chemistry together. And, uh, yep. you know, I think Spurgeon's going to love playing with Milton, uh, just like uh, Eric Carlson did in San Jose. And then you just kind of rotate that bottom pairing, um, you know, based off, based off matchup, like, like tonight. And, uh, you know, I thought Kulikov was great. Um, and so, um, yeah, it was, it was nice, nice to see the D have a, have a pretty solid game for, for the most part. And there will be, there will be opportunities for Goligoski. Like when oh, yeah. we, when we play St. Louis for one, yeah. when you play them in the playoffs, you're going to need some guys that can, um, kind of anchor in and, uh, absorb hits yes. because yeah. that, um, that St. Louis team is, they're Titanic. Yeah, it'll be a war. Yeah. That's probably going to be the first round matchup, and it'll be an absolute war between uh, the Blues and 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 the Wild. And you, you know, you'll, you'll probably have uh, Jordan Bennington, you know, just causing a ruckus too. Uh, you know, he likes to <laughs> he likes to chirp, um, and so yeah, you know, they've had they've had playoff series with the Blues in the past, and the Blues have given them a ton of trouble. Uh, thanks, Jake Allen, for looking like uh, a Vesna <laughs> winner against the Wild a <sighs> few, few years ago. Um, you know, and they also traded for Nick Letty. So, you know, seeing Nick Letty in a blues uniform is still so weird. Um, so, uh, yeah, luckily for the, for the wild, the blues didn't, weren't able to make many moves. Um, you know, I don't think, I don't think Nick Letty was the savior, but you know, they needed another defenseman, but, uh, um, they definitely needed to make more moves than they, than they did. And so, you know, that could, that, that could actually really help, help the wild, um, you know, make it a little bit more even. Let's, uh, let's finish up by looking at what we got this week. Cause we got, uh, the Claude Giroux flyers, <laughs> although they do have Owen Tippett, but, yeah. uh, we'll talk about that and we'll talk about, uh, the start of a daunting road trip over the weekend. Uh, we'll do that to finish off today's episode of locked on wilds after this. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Hit the 20,000 download mark for the third consecutive month uh, here over the weekend. So uh, props to all of you listeners for uh, making this such a fun show to do on a daily basis. And we finish today's episode by looking ahead to uh, matchups this week against the Philadelphia Flyers and the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then a weekend start of a four-game road trip at Carolina, at Washington, at Nashville, at St. Louis. But let's uh, let's start with the Flyers. No Claude Giroux. They did bring in Owen Tippett, as uh, as I mentioned. But, you know, Philadelphia, I think now, I don't want to get myself nominated for the preposterous statement tournament, but <laughs> maybe a more dangerous team because without Claude Giroux, they just – it feels like a team that just plays like they have nothing to lose because they really don't. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, they, uh, they just, if you take a look at um, their past couple games, uh, they've actually been scoring quite a bit and they beat the blues. Um, so um, yeah, they, and they beat the blues pretty solidly. Um, you know, now some of their guys are starting to score a little bit more and Travis Konechny and, you know, Cam Atkinson, James Van Riemsdyk. So they still have some, you know, some talent uh, up front forward. You mentioned Owen Tippett, uh, their goaltending is, is 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 not great. Uh, Martin Jones Oof. and and Carter Hart. Um, so that's where they kind of, <laughs> um, you know, they Philly can let in a lot of goals. They gave up a ton today against Nashville. Um, but you know, it's a team that has nothing to lose. You know, so um, 
you know, if you can get on them early and try to bury them, you know, then, you know, then it can be into to a blowout and, um, you know, cause, cause a lot of power plays. And so hopefully, hopefully the wild can do that, get it, get an early one and, you know, get the crowd into it. Like they, um, like the crowd was tonight, it was, you know, absolutely electric. Um, and so, yeah, it's, that's, that's a, that's a must win game. Um, yep. just with, with where we are in the season, um, you know, you have to have to beat, uh, beat the two uh, Pennsylvania teams for sure. Yeah, I, I fully agree. Um, we go from that to the Pittsburgh Penguins who just hung in 11 piece on the Detroit Red Wings and, uh, <laughs> Mo Sider deserves better. He was a minus three in, uh, in 20 minutes, but Alex Nijelkovic gave up seven goals in that, uh, that game and then was pulled. And then the, uh, the Red Wings still gave up four goals after that. Yeah, it's that's a nightmare team defensively. <laughs> Yikes! Just, it's crazy. Yeah, Malkin had a hat trick after missing, you know, the, you know, previous game from from being sick, and so then he comes back and gets a hat trick. No, no biggie. Um, you know that. Yeah, you know, that Pittsburgh team is can be a wagon. They, uh, you know, they they still have Sid. You know, uh, Brian Rust is having an incredible season. Chris Letang still still a rock star on the back end. Uh, uh, one of my favorites, Teddy Bluger, former former Maverick, uh, Minnesota State Maverick. Uh, you know, he had a big another big game today, caught a goal, um, and so yeah, they they're they're a fun team to watch. Uh, it, it doesn't it seem like ages ago when they played Pittsburgh earlier, and uh, you know Adam Beckman was was on the Wild. Uh, it's just. You know, it's you know <laughs> this season can be a roller coaster and yeah. all sorts of moments that you're like, what? Uh, you know, Adam Beckman was on the team earlier. When this was year? that even? Yeah, it was a long, long time ago. That was in Philly too, or sorry, in Pittsburgh. Um, and oh my know, god, just... that was. Um... Oh wait, no, I was looking at the wrong day. Yeah, that. Uh, where did it go? I'll find it here. Uh, continue. I'll, I'll. But yeah, just uh, yeah. When you find that, it's just it's yeah. It's uh, you know it's it's gonna be a really fun matchup. Uh, that's a team that I think you can get to too um, with their goalies. Um, I don't think Tristan Jari is anything special, or if it's Casey DeSmith, um, you know either one can can score you know quite a few goals on and. Um, yeah, it's you know should, should I think it'll be a high scoring game and. Uh, It'd be really interesting to see if they play Flurry against uh, against the Penguins. I think he would be be very motivated, and that, that would be fun to fun to see him you know play against uh, against Pittsburgh for sure. I did find it, and it was back on November sixth. Yeah, and, doesn't that uh, seem that seems so oh long my ago? God, like <laughs> Ryan Hartman scored with three seconds to play in that game the wild the scramble uh, behind the net and yeah it was crazy the wild were down two goals jared spurgeon scored and then hartman scored and uh, the wild got the game winner in the shootout from nick bugstad <laughs> yeah yeah bar down it was a beautiful shootout goal yeah just just crazy and that was you know bugstad uh you know he was a former penguin too so that was a little revenge game for for good old nick um who's now been sitting in the press box so yeah like i said roller coaster so many different moments guys that you were like they were on the team you know it's like right. you know it's crazy um and then that begins 
a four-game road trip at Carolina, at Washington, at Nashville, at St. Louis to go Those into next week. Teams. Holy Jeez. Um, you know, that Carolina game earlier, you know, a couple weeks ago, that was just a phenomenal game by the by the Wild. And, uh, you know, the, <laughs> that, that's a fun, fun team to – to watch, um, you know, they have Svechnikov and Sebastian Ajo, you know, Tara Vinen, um, you know, the back end is, is pretty good. Tony D'Angelo and uh, Brady Shea, Minnesota boy, um, and the goaltending, Freddie Anderson's been pretty, pretty rock solid. So that one's tough. And then you get Ovi, um, you know, Ovechkin and, and, and that crew and Backstrom and Kuznetsov. Those guys are just, just wagons and um, they've, there's, you know, uh, and they had an entertaining game against the wild, you know, a couple of weeks ago as well. And so, um, yeah, just getting, getting through that is, <laughs> is going to be a challenge. And, and Nashville, Nashville seems to have the wilds number right now. Yeah. And Roman Yossi's playing at a, just a freak, freak level. He, I think he went above 80 points, you know, today, um, just absurd as a defenseman, um, what him and Kale McCarr are doing in the league right now. Um, yeah, it's just just insane. And then St. Louis, um, those games are always just just uh, you know just chaos. Um, yeah, so quite, yeah. quite a stretch coming up. It seems like now we obviously haven't played the Blues other than just the one time in the Winter Classic in which yeah. Wild were missing a bunch of pieces. But it seems like Nashville is kind of doing the St. Louis thing this year that the Blues did uh, previously, and so. Yeah. I don't know what it is. They just they're they're a tough matchup, but um, I think now we just need Nick Delorier to get into a bunch of fights, and I think they'll be fine. Yeah, just uh, set the vibes, set the chaos vibes. Yeah, we we love to see it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm in maximum chaos overdrive. Well, I think uh, I think that's going to wrap it up here for today's episode of Locked On Wild. Good luck though to the Mavericks in the Frozen Four. Getting there, they'll take on the Gophers. Should be a good one. And then you get Michigan, Denver, and the other one. It should be an epic Frozen Four. So I'm, yeah, it's uh, either way. However, you know the the, the championship matchup, uh, um, we're guaranteed to have a Minnesota team in the in the in the championship game. So that's that's really cool. A um, lot of future NHL talent, uh, you know, that we'll be talking about on future Locked On. Uh, on wild podcasts um so yeah looking looking forward to the frozen four for sure absolutely we'll have to we'll have to see if we can get somebody on to discuss it uh oh wait uh (laughs) yes yes alex is quite the expert can't wait to talk about it so yeah go mavericks um it'd be really cool to as an alum to to see them win it all for the first time and bring a bring a you know a title down to southern minnesota i think it'd be just cool for that uh, community and in area for sure a uh, a fitting start to uh, championship trophies being uh, being displayed <laughs> time in, of the year. Yeah. in Minnesota this year. So we'll uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are not yet a follower of Locked On Wild, make sure that you do so uh, to stay up to date with everything that we do all throughout the week. We've got new episodes every Monday through Friday to keep you up to date with all things Minnesota Wild hockey. Follow us on social media. Follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us everywhere so that you don't miss out on anything going on with your favorite team here in the state of hockey. You can find more coverage of the NHL through Locked On NHL, all part of the Locked On Podcast Network.